Hello and welcome. My name is Nguyen and I will be your host for today. Today episode is brought to you by Audible. With Audible, you can listen to any of the thousands of available audiobooks while commuting, cooking, or even gardening. Without further ado, let's dive into our first episode, The Disappear of the Mystery. According to our witness, Johnny Waller, he said, I still remember vividly that April the food day. On that day, I received an anonymous letter that was delivered to me through my mailbox. I was curious about what was inside the letter, so I opened it. Inside was a handwritten phrase that said, please visit, along with a small house key that was taped at the back of the letter. Even though there was no name written on the envelope, but I can recognize these handwritten letters. It was my child friend, Franklin Houston. I thought it just a invitational letter that Franklin sent to me as a joke. So I didn't give any second thought about it and immediately went to his house. As I went to visit his house, I noticed that his house was locked. So I kept knocking and knocking on his door all over, but no one answered me. I thought it was weird, so I used the key that was provided in the letter to unlock the door. I went inside to look for him while shouting, Where are you, Franklin? Where are you? Answer me! But still, no one answered. Every single room that I opened was normal until I checked his bathroom. Water stopped for a minute. And he then began with a sorrowful voice. In there, I found a man with a long hair who I have never seen before. That guy was sitting there unconsciously while leaning against the wall. What's more creepier than that? I also saw that on the tiles near that guy's head was some word carved with a very sharp object, possibly a knife. It was a three-letter word E Y E Eyes. Soon after that, the light went out, so I was panicking, running to the light box to turn on the light. 
I believe it only took me 10 minutes to do so. So as soon as I turned on the light, I went straight back to the bathroom. However, both of the body and the words was gone, but there was a letter on the floor which stayed. What disappears was my body, but not these letters. At this time, I was terrified and ran straight to the nearby police station. I went there and explained my situation to them, but no one seemed to believe me. So the next day, I went back to his house with the intention of finding the body. But instead of a long-haired man, I found Franklin's body laying on the floor. I noticed that his fingers were covered in blood and I found a red bloody board that started with an S right next to his face. I didn't manage to see the whole world because I was terrifying. This time, I went straight to the police station and guided the police to that scene. Specifically, the body was still there. However, the S word was already gone. The police have inspected the scene and found that there is no blood stray that reacts with luminal. Soon after listening to Johnson's story, I have so many possible theories about this case. But first, let me divide into two different sections. The first day, which is April the Fool, and the second day, April the Second. Just to confirm to the audience, Johnson was telling the truth because I did confirm his story with the police at that station. More than just that, I went to inspect Franklin's house and found that the bathroom was covered with a special type of tiles. These tiles gradually got lighter from the top of the wall to the bottom. My first thought was that even someone has swapped the bottom tile with the top one, it would have been immediately noticeable due to the color difference. So I assume that someone has already repaired the same color tiles as those that was carved, and that person has switched them out in the 10 minutes that the light was out. Then it would make the long-haired man the true murderer behind Franklin's death. Moving to the second part of the mystery, it was also true that there was no blood trace that was left at the scene. For anyone who didn't know about the luminal reaction 
Luminal reactions was often used as crime scene in order to detect the visible blood stain that was left behind, even if the murderer had wiped them away. With this, it is much easier for the police and detective to figure out the victim's last words, their dying message, which will assist them to figure out the true murderer. But then, how was this possible for a dying message to disappear? Was the murderer at the scene at that time? Maybe the murderer was hiding behind the door, then they swapped out the tiles that the victim might contact with. But then, how the police and Johnson didn't see the murderer However, this brought up the fact that because they didn't see the murdered, which means the murdered was someone that was due in that house. Also, coincidentally, there was two people that were in the house at that time his wife and his son. Speaking of which, the S-word for the dying messages that he had left could have been both of them. His wife's name is Sophia Houston, who is already planning on divorcing him for her new boyfriend. But Franklin still did not sign the divorce letter yet. So Sophia indeed has a motive to kill her husband. Not to mention that Franklin's property would now been evenly divided among her son and herself. On the other hand, his son Samuel Hewson was used to be a college student that majored in architect. But because of his love for gambling, he soon dropped out of college. And recently, Samuel had demanded more and more money from his dad so he can gamble more. But his dad had strongly opposed this idea. His dad even threatened him that he going to abandon him because of that, Samuel still hold a room against his dad. Therefore, Samuel also had a motive to kill his dad. In my opinion, his son is the only person who could have done this kill. Because for a woman like Sophia, it is mostly impossible for her to move Franklin's dead body in order to swap out his dying message. And also, the mystery behind this title is just an illusion. This is called the Cost Hatch Diamond Optical Illusion, in which the top and the bottom of each diamond shape have a 30 to 40 degree angles and a slight gradient is applied. 
by this, the human eyes will perceive the shading on the boundary lines of each diamond, where it's like adjacent to another diamond as a separate point. And because you focus on that particular part, the entire things as a whole will appear as if the diamonds on the top are in the different color as the one on the bottoms. In short, your brain thoughtlessly miscalculated. In that case, would only the son know about it since he used to major in architect. Thank you for listening to today's episode and stay tuned for the next week where we discuss about the alibi of each individual suspect.